the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. Jesus said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us, and do not bring us to the time of trial. And Jesus said to them, suppose one of you has a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, do not bother me, for the door is already locked, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who searches finds. Everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for a fish, will give a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If then you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. What do you expect to see posted on light poles or telephone poles or bulletin boards across this great city? A sign looking for a lost pet, an offer to babysit or give piano lessons, a poster advertising a concert in the neighborhood. It caught me off guard. I'm surprised I even was paying attention to signs on poles, but there, not more than a few blocks from here, at the corner of Clark and Racine, a small poster with these words, learn how to pray. Do you want to know how to talk to God? And there was a telephone number. And there was a QR code, of course. And I wondered what brand of religion this was. Later, Ernest traced the number to the LDS, Latter-day Saints Church. Maybe I should have called that number. We need all the help we can get with prayer. After all, in today's gospel, Jesus' words, Lord, teach us to pray. And we are lifelong learners, let's say, 
in the school of prayer. Now, out on the streets, even in somewhat secular Chicago or Lakeview, people know what prayer is. Some studies show that about 75% of Americans pray, and about 50% pray daily. Some of us probably learned memorized bedtime prayers, now I lay me down to sleep, or meal prayers, come Lord Jesus, be our guest. But what about now? What is prayer to you? Do you pray? Do we as a congregation teach our youth and children to pray? Does Holy Trinity help you pray? And when was the last time you heard a sermon, a whole sermon about prayer. I don't always say the goal of a sermon, particularly at the beginning, but for this one, it is to help us expand the way we think about prayer. Often it's described as talking to God. This two-way conversation, as some might say, over a cup of coffee or a Coke, chatting with God. That may work for some, but there's more. This liturgy, the Eucharist, the Mass, the service is prayer. Not just the saying prayers part of it, but all of it. And so we're here. And so this is prayer. Harold Kushner, known for his book, the rabbi Harold Kushner, known for his book, Why Bad Things Happen to Good People, notes that when we come together like we are right now, we transcend our isolation and a spirit is created that none of us brought alone. It's more than words. And in our common prayer, the divine is present. So prayer can be liturgy. It can be memorized prayers, like the Lord's Prayer at the heart of Christian prayer. Yes, prayer can be talking to God, but for many, it is silence. It is meditation or contemplation. Maybe we should call it deep listening. I came across a quote from Martin Luther I had never heard. The fewer the prayers, excuse me, the fewer the words, the better the prayer. And as diverse as our personal styles and our personalities, so our prayer styles and preferences will vary as well. So writer Anne Lamont gives us a memorable prayer threesome great for Holy Trinity Lutheran Church, to guide us. Prayers help, thanks, and wow. Asking for assistance, appreciating the good things in life, and feeling awe at the world around us. But there's another P word in our gospel, persistence. Ask and it will be given you. Search and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. 
Now that sounds wonderful, but to some, it might seem like God is the great cosmic gumball machine. Pray hard enough, and God will give you what you want. God will heal you, save you from the bad guys, give you an A on your exam, and maybe even send you the love of your life. Or, that kind of prayer might be the one that happens to people on a crowded Chicago street. And the quick prayer is, Hail Mary, full of grace, let me find a parking place. One I've even heard in my car somehow at one point. I'm sure that in our helplessness, many of us bargain with God, like Abraham in the first reading. Convincing God not to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah for the sin of, whoa, hold on, the sin of pride and greed and lack of hospitality. But is prayer transactional? The cosmic gumball God or Santa Claus in the sky who rewards good behavior? Because life isn't like that. People die. Relationships end. Injustice continues. Things get worse. Yet somehow we pray anyway. We pour out our hearts to a mystery, to a prayer greater than ourselves. But what if when you pray you don't feel anything. Consider this Hasidic story. A disciple comes to the rabbi and says, I have a terrible problem. I can't pray. I try to say the words, but nothing happens. I don't feel anything. What should I do? And the rat wise rabbi answers, pray for the ability to pray. So, if you suffer from prayer guilt, that you're not praying enough, you're not saying the right words, there is grace this day for you. Because prayer isn't just saying prayers, but living prayerfully. Now, that's not to say that saying prayers, or going to church, or having spiritual practices aren't important. These days, these practices may be the way people connect with the divine, like meditation, or yoga, or tai chi, or journaling, or fasting, or Lexio Divina, or prayer beads, or so many more. St. Paul says, pray always. But I would rephrase it, pray all ways. Many ways, like singing or eating your meals mindfully or slowing down or holding a newborn infant in your arms or sitting with a loved, a loved one who is dying or sharing generously of your time, your financial resources, your gifts.
So prayer's been in the news, right, the last couple months. How can we talk about prayer without mentioning the Supreme Court ruling that a football coach can pray at the 50-yard line after games? So what am I going to say about that? Well, first, it makes me think of Jesus talking about hypocrites who parade their piety on street corners in order to seen, be seen by others. But that's not a legal argument. Was this an issue of free speech rights or how the coach's prayer affects or pressures young, impressionable students? Obviously, the conservative justices went for the former. But maybe for us today, the important question could be, does God answer prayer? What's the promise? What do you get for your prayer? And we've got another doozy verse in our gospel. It's only this, but it's everything. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Not a piece of bubblegum. Not a shiny new toy. Not a brand new car. Not the love of your life. Though sometimes these things come. But what we receive and all we receive and everything receive, we receive is God's presence, the assurance that we are not alone, the promise that life is worth living, and that from suffering will come new life and resurrection. Pray always, not just saying prayers. Lord, teach us to live prayerfully. For prayer isn't just something we do. The Spirit prays in us. The Spirit prays through us with sighs too deep for words. Sure, you may be a prayer, one who prays. But remember this this day, your life is prayer, and you are a prayer. Amen.